0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the star of the in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies Yet all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. Yet all the night's magic seem to whisper
1: and high. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. and what's going on, everybody? Well, as as predicted, uh, we said it's going to be quiet, quiet and crappy, and that's exactly the kind of action we're getting. is quiet and crappy. Uh, you know, I, again, I don't see any reason to get uh, overly involved here. I don't see any reason to be uh, to be wacky here. I think you can continue to understand that. The markets themselves—that they'll when they're ready to move, they'll move. And right now, you have nobody trading. Okay, all you have is is an inflow of retail money. You have an inflow of uh, nothing going on, and everybody's getting ready to get on that last summer vacation, that last weekend of uh, you know whatever. But in the meantime, that's why you have to. be patient enough to wait until the markets decide that they want to pick up. Now, it's been interesting the last couple of days that the volatility has been slightly rising into a rising market. Now, that is usually a pretty good indication that the end is near of this move. Now, again, that doesn't mean that the the end is near forever or the end is near for anything more. Than this particular leg of the rally, but a higher volatility usually indicates that now the uh, the hard read here is because volumes are so light. You know, you, even the VIX can be sque- skewed or queered based on what's going on. I mean, but the you know the VIX has rallied lightly, not heavily, but lightly the last couple of days, even though the markets were rallying as well. So, again, you can try to look for a reason. You can look for a news item. You can decide and try to figure out why. But the bottom line is the markets are right. The markets are always right. And until we get a reason to do something else, we're going to sit back and relax. You know, I mean, you can, there looks to be, now, this is a weird statement, But I think the trade wars, obviously, I've said all along, I think they're going to settle, okay? And I think they're going to settle advantageously. But when I look at the market, okay, when I look at the trade of things, they don't look so good here. Um, The grain markets don't look so good at this point in time. Now, it doesn't mean it won't change tomorrow, but you might have thought or one would have thought, that you might get a little bit better action, you know, based on potential news, and we're we're not really getting it. So what what does that mean? Well, I mean, it just means that to me, there's more problems underneath the surface of the market that are not allow, that, that, that are not allowing the commodities to take off to the upside. Now, certainly, I believe. With a hundred percent certainty, they will. But I'm my concerns are are now real. You know, unless we hold here, we we said and felt that 355 in corn was a, a real spot to to if it broke below to start getting concerned. And corn got down to 355.75 or 355 in the and the orders, as they used to say on the floor. And okay, And again, I'm not. Panicking, I'm not, you know, worried, but th- this to me is is really pushing the upper limit, you know, or the lower limit in this case. But what that really says to me is that there appears to be some things that are not uh, not in, as beautiful as we would like them to be. That maybe the uh, the, the trade is not settling as fast or as well. As we thought. Now, I think that this is really my personal opinion. Okay, is that I think that the market is so quiet, and there is such a lack of volume that nobody really cares. And I think I, I would almost compare this to a a boxing match. Uh, you know, like you know, you, you know, a match in the the the, the, the defending champion or the favorite kind of carries the uh the loser or the the challenger uh for a couple of rounds just to make it good for the for the fans okay i don't know if you ever saw digstown but you know carry the boxer carry the fighter for a little bit before they knock him out and i would compare this whole market to that situation starting in the in the grains uh Again, it's uncomfortable, and if you're a farmer or you're a producer and your your crops, you know, you're upset, and I get that part of it. But from a trading perspective, I think we go higher. And but I think what you're seeing here is that the shorts are trying to take control, and certainly, uh, it's been on such light volume that I think that the 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 the, the, the coming in bulls are just you know they, they nibble a little bit and buy, and then they let the sellers push them down. Because I think what you're going to see is a massive short covering rally that will spin this market back up, and then we'll see how it trades from there. But I think that's kind of what you're seeing. I think you're seeing the same thing in the equity markets. I think in the equity markets, you know, again, volume is pathetic. It's not even bad. It's, it's, It's worse than bad. So with volume that's worse than bad, I think what you're seeing is that you know, the retail is buying. I think, you know, the the sellers are, are, are letting them rip themselves apart and are just getting ready to go ahead and ram them uh, and take the market lower. You know, and again, when? I mean, obviously, that's always the question. You know, we, we never know when, but we know that it will, it will happen. And... So, you know, will it happen today, tomorrow? Probably not. It's more likely to happen, you know, after Labor Day. Okay. It's more likely that, you know, that a big selling, because again, as long as the markets will go up, you know, and this is just from a a bearish theory and a commercial theory, as long as the retail can continue to push the markets higher, why not let them? Why not give them a little bit, a little taste, and then let them chase them up a little more and give them a little taste and let them chase them up a little more. And, and I think that is more what you're seeing in this action. Okay. So uh, I think that's something that you just, you want to look at and you want to understand because, you know, we kind of talk about this, how the market functions all the time. So make sure you check that out in the meantime, this is the Bubba show and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, And of course, Liberty Talk. FM is my home. And you, that's where you need to go to download the Bubba Show every day in the Sporting Edge on the weekends. and the Sporting Edge, obviously, they've got college football kicking off uh, tomorrow. And, of course, big weekend. So, Pro Football is next week. So, make sure you check that out. And also, don't forget about our high school investing program. Uh, if you want to help us out and help us continue to educate the youth of America, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. We're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show and more insight into these markets after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We will be right back with more. Welcome back. To the Bubba Show, Chad Bubba Horowitz with you, and uh, you know, as we continue to look at things around the world and around the globe and around the markets, and uh, certainly uh, lots of things going on, and of course, uh, President Trump started up with uh, with Google, uh, and, and and I'm going to ask you this question: I don't have I I don't know if he's right or if he's wrong. I do know that the media is left leaning. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Okay. That the media is left leaning. I, I think uh, that's just the way it goes. And I was listening to somebody yesterday who said, "When you go to school and you get a liberal arts degree, that is typically puts you left leaning to begin with." Okay, so let's go with that. That I'm right. Okay, but you know, you think now. Now, Google came out, and you know, Trump said that the the data feed that they had was you know more to the left okay and to me that would not be a surprise okay i think we've we've learned that that that's really just the way things are okay but google came out and said well they really can't do that and they change their algorithms all the time and and, and i want to ask you okay if they if the computer algorithm can show me every website i've been to Okay, And show me the items that I looked at Would it be that far of a stretch For it to sort uh, Left versus right commentary I mean I don't think so I think that that's a bunch of crap now, I'm not saying that they do do that Because I don't know Okay, But certainly what I do know Is based on Artificial intelligence Based on the things That I can see myself Okay Just that, that come to me you know, every time I go to a website, you know, I, I look at something, I get an ad for something I looked at. So, to me, it wouldn't be a far stretch that, A, they can do it, and, B, that they are doing it. Now, I don't know that that's any different than, you know, the way that CNN covers news. I mean, you know, certainly they don't talk about anything uh, anything good. So, but I, I think that, you know, I, I think the thing that about this president that I like I like him anyways. I mean, I voted for him. I like him. I, I predicted he would win a year before he won uh, because he is a man of change because he is different. And, And I, and I, and I wonder, okay, if having somebody different in the white house is good. And I think it is personally, I mean, you know, I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, we, we get involved with is well, that's the way we used to do it. And I think, Having a president firing on everybody, keeping everybody on their toes is kind of interesting. You know, I, I, as with anybody, I don't agree with everything that comes out and that he says. But from a long-term perspective, I truly believe that he has got a great love for this country and that his objective and his goals are to really legitimately make America great again. Okay, not like Cuomo, who says America was never great, but I think Trump, uh, I believe that President Trump, okay, loves to be right, loves to make things happen good for people, because, of course, that would build on his legacy. I mean, he's got money. He certainly doesn't need to be in the presidency, uh, but uh, I think that uh, uh, you, you, you have to believe and I think I believe that he just has a genuine love for this country and wants listen, I think he wants to go on as the greatest president ever because it's good for his ego. And I have no problem with that. Listen they'll want to be the president of the United States. you got have to have, the, have a a, mass, a massive ego anyways. Uh, and you know I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the, uh, the impeachment talk and I think, and I, I think nobody put it better than Tiger Woods. Now, I know that Tiger Woods and President Trump are friends, okay, or acquaintances. They play golf together. Uh, And, of course, the other day at a tournament, they tried to pin Tiger down to say something bad because, you know, most athletes say something bad about President Trump. You know, most don't want to be associated with conservatives even though, you know, uh, uh, unemployment is is well down, especially in the minorities. Uh, But, Again, hey, you know. Again, this is America. This is what beauty is, you know. As you know what I always say is, I don't care who you vote for. Just get your ass up and vote, okay? I don't, I don't tell anybody what they should think. I think everybody should think independently. But anyways, so they wanted the, him to say things bad about Trump, and they kept asking him the same question in various different forms. And his bottom line answer was, "I'm hungry. I'm going to get something to eat, and I support the president." Okay, I support the office. I think were the the words, and I think that that is what, in my opinion, is lacking in today's world. Is you know, unlike China, who Xi is the president for life, okay, or dictator for life, whatever you want to call it, but ours gets voted in and out. Now, is it worth the time, energy, and money that we've been spending trying to go against the man? versus taking uh, that time and energy and trying to build a better way. So politics has come, and on both sides. Again, I don't blame, in this case, it happens to be the left. The right is no bargain in most of these cases either. I think this has gotten far out of hand. But doesn't doesn't it make sense that instead of wasting all this time, hoping that your plane crashes because you don't like the pilot versus just trying to make sure you get there and, and make progress to make things better for the next generation. Okay. I mean, again, I ask you whether you are left or right. Okay. Is, is it not more important to have the country running great and smoothly? Does it really, does it really matter at the end of the day, whether you're left or right, I mean, Clinton, you know, Bill Clinton, did a big job in in the '90s. Okay, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Okay, I, I think, but I think that we we get too concerned on labels instead of on what's best. Now, I believe what's best is more the conservative agenda. Actually, my agenda would be more as a libertarian, okay? Unfortunately, you know, being a libertarian today is like trying to be a car manufacturer, you know, 50 years ago, trying to break in against the, the big three that they always put you out of business, okay? So I think that I believe that a libertarian would have a hell of a chance to win if you could ever get them on the ballots, you know, and, and someday they, they will win, but... You know, again, I, I think that that that's the the best blend for everybody because the, basically they're fiscally conservative, and uh, um, you know, and and and, and their you know social policies are more liberal, and I think that's really the better mix. I think that was the better mix of you know uh of of many of the presidents you know that are more down the center reagan was down the center i think trump is more down the center um i don't think he's as far right as he's as he's being pushed right now because of what's going on but again i think that you know at some point hopefully we can get um you know another party because the two parties we got suck okay because of everything in there, and I think that's the problem with with the whole system, because you can't get rid of any of these guys either. Because well, it goes back to people don't want to go vote, okay. And that's always the, you know, listen. One thing, one of the privileges, one of the rights of being an American, or the privilege, is to be able to go out and vote. But if we're going to keep voting in these stupid people, okay, that that don't really give a crap about you and me, then what do we end up with? We end up with the same silly problem. Because nobody's going to make the, the appropriate changes. Nobody's going to change the, the welfare system or the social security system because they're worried about their votes. And that ain't data that crock, Okay. So I think you just, you know, we, we have to, at the end of the day, though, as I said, I think Tiger Woods put it best. And that is, I support the office. Okay. I support the president because he is in the office. And to me, that's the answer. No matter who's there, you got to support it. You want to hope that your country continues to grow and succeed. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, And, of course, I remind you to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. Don't forget to get the Sporting editor as well as football season kicks off. And, of course, don't forget to get my daily update, which is available to you for free. Go to BubbaTrading.com. Fill out the little box that pops up, and you can start getting my updates tomorrow. And you, what you're really getting is tomorrow's news today. This is the Bubba Show, top of the We'll be right back with more after the break. I know where I come. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long awaited Bubba Report at Bubba at the Bubba we want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubba to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, TheBubbaShow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. It's the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, and you know, I got to ask you. I need your help. I need your opinion. You know, I I have done and will do, and, and later today we will hear from me on RFT Radio, a real rally radio, RFT TV. Uh, I've done in in my career. I've done over a thousand hits. For RFD, I did hits for them when they were taped before they were a live TV station, okay when they were, when they were a tape delayed, all all you know nothing, uh, and they wanted us to do stuff and I used to drive down early in the morning just so I could do their taping didn't get paid for it, and I'm not complaining about that. I didn't get paid for it. did it because I have a true love for the industry and more importantly. I have a true love for farmers and producers and want to make sure I can try to help them uh, do better marketing and be more prepared and not get screwed by many of those leeches that are out there. But, so anyway, so I've done all these hits and, and I have decided, okay, to no longer go downtown Chicago, no longer go into the city, okay, because A, it's you know if I'm if I go in, it's a five hour journey, okay. Because I don't want to sit in traffic, so it's a twenty five mile drive. So I gotta go, I go down at five a.m. for a nine o'clock or nine forty five hit with RFD TV. and then I drive back. So it's a five hours, okay. And I decided that not only do I want to I I drive the 60, 50 to 60 miles a day and sit in traffic sometimes and be stuck, okay, twice a week, nor do I want to pay the $31 a day to park when I can accomplish the same thing for my office in the suburbs, okay? I mean, basically, I can roll out of bed and be at my office in four minutes, okay? So do I want to waste all this time going down? So... As you may or may not know, I have a camera in my office and I feed live TV to Fox, CNBC and other networks. Plus, obviously, I do my daily update every day from that camera. So I did. uh, I I was down in Tennessee talking to RFD TV and I said, look, I don't want to go down in the city. You're the only ones I have to go down for because Fox and CNBC and everybody else is willing to take me from my office. Okay, And. So yeah yeah it's great. So we went on and all of a sudden they didn't like something about my background or whatever supposedly. Again, I don't know the answer, but so then they said, "Well, why don't we do it via phone? We'll put your picture up and be on phone." I go, "Okay." So we were doing phone interviews for months, okay? And then all of a sudden, Monday, I go to wait for my time. No call. No email. Okay, just stiff me. So I got pissed and wrote a, a choice email. And, you know, well, we think you should be on camera down from the CBOT. And I go, why? Does it matter? There is no more trading floors. It's not like I'm in the middle of a heavy action on the, on the floor. I mean, nobody goes on the floor anymore. In fact, the, the, the livestock and grain futures only trade electronically. So what is the purpose of me going down on the floor? Okay, so so I should drive 60 miles a day and pay, you know, $31 a day for parking. So I should spend $150 a week so that I can be on TV. When, I mean, if I didn't have the ability, if I didn't have the camera, then I would be happy to do so. I wouldn't have made the decision I made. But I made the decision because it was very easier. Actually, it'll make me healthier because now I can work out every day, which I wasn't able to do before because of the time. Anyways, so long story short, uh, they go, well, you have to be on camera. We don't want you on the phone anymore. Okay. Yet, my final radio interview will be uh, today with them. And I'm just curious if you have an opinion. Okay. You know, if you watch me on TV, do you like me there? And if you like me there, you know, or if you don't like me, I don't either way, you can tell me you like me or don't like me. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna be mad either way. Again, I'm, I'm as much of a uh, bitch as I am, I'm pretty easy to get along with for the most part, and obviously respect and honor everybody's opinions. Um, you know, again, that's I think that's one thing that makes us, uh, America great is we can all have an opinion. Okay, so I'm just curious. Does anybody have an opinion as to the way that it was handled, the way that they handled it? I mean, I thought it was pretty piss poor myself. I thought it was, you know, pretty crappy to just kind of not even call me up and say, "Hey, you know, we would really prefer that you go on air and not just stiff me." You know, you know, I don't just you know magically appear. You know, I have to be prepared as well. You know, I don't just sit there. You know, I'm not sitting by the phone waiting for you. Okay. Uh, so I, I found that interesting, and, and it's funny because, you know, I did everything for, for free. You know, thousands of hits uh, over the years, okay? Special trips in this city. If I put a cost on it, my cost to do all that stuff was probably, you know, it's probably, well, I can tell you what it is. It's 40, its $50 a hit for me to do it, so figure it out. A 1,000 times 50. That was my cost to, to, to do to do a freebie for them so and here i am they decided that uh that uh, the phone is no longer good enough that i have to go back to resuming my costs and of course they don't want to uh, reimburse me so of course i will no longer be a part of it but I, again i just would be curious for your opinions uh as because i respect my audience you guys know me you, you hear me you hear me bitch when i want to bitch and uh, and, and I, I just thought it was, I just thought it was kind of cruddy in my own way. Again, do I, do I need them? No, I didn't. You know, again, I was doing it more. I'm doing it more for my friends, the farmers and producers and their families. Again, I do a lot of things because I believe in trying to help, um, the underdog or the unsuspecting, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons I have the high school program. Okay. That's one of the reasons. I teach. That's why I used to coach kids. You know, when I was even when my son wasn't playing or my daughter wasn't playing, I was still coaching. In fact, a funny story, a little bit off topic, but my son played travel baseball for you know ten years, I guess it was, before he went and played in college. But every year uh, before the big the big tryouts for the travel teams. I would have a mock tryout for the kids and the kids I was having the trial for were kids that were competing with my son for the job. But I go, well, if he's not good enough, then he doesn't deserve to play. Okay. I wouldn't coach. I didn't coach that team. That team was, I hadn't, I didn't have a chance. I didn't have any say in who got picked. Okay. It was done by, it was done by a high school coach, uh, arbitrary by number. But my point is, is that, you know, i was happy to help and and that's kind of why i do the things i do that's why i do the radio show i think i can help okay otherwise you know again i could just trade and, and have a lot more free time but so you know your opinion would be appreciated uh because again that's why i do the daily update you know you ne- you haven't got charged for that yet have you <laughs> you might okay i might have to start charging for it but I, I, again my point is is, is simple okay I'm here. I feel compelled that I want to help the average investor, the average trader, uh, the farmer and the producer who has been taken advantage of by many of the brokers out there with ridiculously high fees and with, you know, just not great service and not, not true protection. But of course my friends, they decided to, that they don't want me to be helpful they don't want me to be a part of it because I choose not to not to drive sixty miles a day, waste ten hours of time in two days, and and pay pay fifty dollars a day out of my pocket. So you let me know what your what your what your opinion is because maybe I'm wrong, and I certainly I'd be I'd be open to listen. I don't always say that I'm right, but I do think. That I'd, I would love to hear what anybody thinks. If you would, that's you can email me at baba at baba trading uh, So anyway, so we're gonna go after the break. We're gonna go and uh, do our last, our last radio interview because if I'm if I'm not good enough to be on the TV show, then I'm not good enough to be on the radio. So I will just choose, but I will do. Uh, and cover on this show from now on a lot more in depth of farming and and I do I do a lot anyways but I will actually dedicate the times I used to do it for them for those of you listening for those reasons I will do it on this show for you because I don't want you to miss out because I'm pissed off anyways this is the Bubba show And I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And as always, I thank you so much for being here. And remember, go to LibertyTalk.fm and download The Bubba Show each and every day. And on the weekends, you can get the Sporting Edge and, of course, Bubba's Daily Update, which I talked about a little earlier. You can get that for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com, fill out the little box, and every day I'll send you a three- to five-minute video with what I saw or what I think is going to happen and what I expect to happen tomorrow. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz, we're going to go check out our interview with R- Rural Rally Radio, The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. A man walks Welcome back to The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and let's go to Rural Rally Radio for the last time with John Jenkinson.
0: Bubba Trading is here with us. Good morning, Todd. How have you been? What do you say, JJ? How are you? I'm good this morning. You know, I just mentioned that, you know, some of this is outside influence, but sometimes it's just how you read the markets, and of all the people I know, you're one of the best at that. Um, <laughs> what What do you think of this grain market here kind of rebounding a little bit?
1: Well, I, I would hope it would rebound a little bit. I'm a little concerned. I, I think, you know, I, as you know, I'm, I believe the trade wars are going to settle. I think they're going to settle in our favor. However... With Monday's deal with Mexico, we didn't really get much of a bounce from the grains. And, you know, if we were up at highs, I could say, OK, I could understand that. But we're down at the lows. And then yesterday they talked about Canada. That was going to come in. So to me, there seemed to be a little bit of a problem. But all of a sudden, about, I don't know, 30 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago, grain started to pick up a little bit, and corn went from down a little bit to now up a couple of pennies. Uh, Wheat was up like four or five. Now it's up 15. So it looks to me that maybe those fears I was having are starting to resolve themselves. And, again, we need to rally from here because we're at a very key area technically, and if they break down from here, they could go lower.
0: You make a great point because I was – um, not impressed with how well or how how not well I guess I should say that the livestock market re- responded a day after those announcements either. I had some of the same concerns and last night, see I have the Todd Bubba Horowitz syndrome I was up watching the markets last night about uh, 8.30 to about 10 o'clock <laughs> and, and on the grain market it was so quiet, there, there it was just kind of a mixed movement. I was kind of surprised to come in this morning and see this little bit of a rebound so uh, This could be setting us up for maybe the markets were just lethargic. Maybe they wanted to see uh, for sure that this was going to happen. It's kind of odd. Is there anything that could be coming from the fund managers?
1: Well, John, I actually I really think it is very quiet. You make a good point on how quiet it is. That's one of my other concerns is there's no volume. And and I actually compare this to a boxing match, right? The champion's trying to carry the challenger to make the fans get their money worth for a couple of rounds. And I think that the the, the buyers are just buying a little bit but letting the, the shorts sell themselves into a hole so we can get a big, huge rally. That's really how I'm reading the rest of this. And I think once the announcements do start to come out, I do think we'll see a, a pretty substantial rebound rally
0: that's uh i I like your analogy there that's a boxing match i'm sure a lot of producers feel the same way (laughs) um what about the financials going into today anything to watch Uh, Whether or not
1: they're going to open or the paint's going to dry, it's going to be really slow. I mean, we continue to, you know, continue to drift higher. uh, But the money that's flowing into the market right now is what I call from the retail trade, which is the average person buying. Uh, I think that, you know, we're going to see not much. I mean, it's hot last week of summer for the financial markets. are a lot of people be gone. I would expect buying to get cut in half each day and virtually almost be like it was closed Thursday and Friday.
0: You know, and I want to explain a little bit uh, behind the scenes here. You do a, uh, a, you send out a text each day, uh, a couple of times, three times, just depends on how uh, radical the markets are. But uh, in your texts, uh, it's interesting to see some of your comments. And I know yesterday you commented the fact that we had, um, you know, the market's going one way, the VIX index just wasn't uh, really tying into what was going on. So this market, now that, you know, we probed above 26,000 on the Dow, I I can't imagine there'd be a whole lot of, uh, Room left in this unless we see some real growth and some real excitement over here on the economy side, right?
1: Well that's what I would think. But of course, obviously I didn't think we'd get the twenty six thousand again. So that could you know, but I think that the, the point you're making, which is what I would look at and I would be very conscious of, is the VIX index, which is the volatility or what they call the fear index. When, that, when that's going up, the market should be going down. And when that's going down, the market should be going up. That's a real simple way to look at it. They typically do not go in the same direction. So if they're both going up, that indicates the rally is most likely coming to an end. Now That doesn't mean we're going straight down. It just means that we're, we shouldn't be going up too much farther. But it's really so hard in a l- lackluster market to get a real feel over the next few days. But I would say that we're very close to seeing a pretty substantial sell-off or a little bit of a correction here either way.
0: A correction, which is kind of interesting, because this market has had such a bull run for so long. I, I can't imagine that the the gas tank is still full unless some of uh, our president's economic um, policies are really starting to take hold. And, you know, you make a, another good point. We get this um, all of this trade deal stuff ironed out. That may be the fuel that puts in the tank to take us to the next level.
1: I think that'll be the fuel for the livestock and grains and for the commodity markets. I think the equities have already priced in. Maximum great news. I, again, I think they're priced for perfection. Uh, and I think that, you know, listen, we've been in a bull market for 150 years, right? We've gone up an average of 8% year over year. You know, when I first started trading in 1980, the Dow was under 1000 So here we are at 26000 So the markets will go up, but they do, they do need some selling. And I think that money will still flow into grains and livestock. And that's the way I read it.
0: Todd Horowitz here with us. When we come back, we're going to talk to Todd about the livestock trade. Get his thoughts on the line with us to talk about these markets. You know, you and I earlier were talking about how neither one of us were impressed with the follow through, if I can call it that, uh, after the announcement that we have an agreement with Mexico. Now it'll be interesting to see what happens here today. Yesterday, it just seemed like the hog and the cattle market just had no reason they almost erased some of the gains that we had on monday so now now what (laughs) happened
1: well i think i think they'll find a base i I think the bottoms are in i I think the support levels are in i'm looking for higher prices i'd be concerned if they started to break down from here but i don't think they will i think that the the hogs have showed us they've actually made a higher low and i think cattle is really in 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 a pretty good spot uh, so I, I'd look for higher prices I just I would have liked to have seen a little more follow through and not such heavy selling yesterday. So that's a little bit of a concern and you know I would I would hope for for my own greed greed's sake that they'd open a little bit lower so I could buy them a little cheaper this morning but uh, uh, you know I think that might be the case but I, I do look for higher prices. I think that you're probably 146 on October feeders is where I'm looking at and uh, probably, uh, you know, 108, 107.5 in uh, October fats.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned those October fats. They uh, finished the day yesterday, 85 lower, and uh, they, they actually closed to 108.45. So maybe the, maybe the bottom is in here. It could be a little early to say that. The hog market, I think, really stands – it depends on what happens in China – because if they continue to have a disease issue over there, like uh, like what we've been hearing about, and it makes you wonder, do we know the extent, the full extent of all of the disease problems with the African swine fever that, uh, that they're dealing with? But if that should happen to uh, continue to exacerbate, to continue to get worse, does that mean that they've got to turn to the United States for their, for their pork?
1: Well, you know, they are the biggest pork producer in the world anyways, through Smithfields. (laughs) So uh, it's an interesting dynamic. But I think that eventually I think it's going to work its way out anyways. And and they're going to have they're going to have to turn the United States under any circumstances. I think you've just seen some pressure, you know, that's held them down. But I think we've made bottoms in, in the hog markets as well. So I think that, you know, obviously we could see much higher pricing. But think about it for a minute, John. Take a look at the market. You know, if there's a problem with this disease, somebody knows about it, and they're not not—they're not buying exactly like they see there's a problem. So as the markets are concerned, there isn't much of a problem. They're still really just trading the trade wars right now.
0: Okay. I want to get your thoughts on crude oil, because we've had several conversations about the crude oil and the dollar.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, it, it's, it's, I think we had a little short covering rally. We're up, you know, we were down this morning and have rallied back to be slightly higher on the day you've got the eia report coming out at uh, at ten thirty eastern uh you know i i don't know i i think this is still be being driven by somewhat some fear the markets are still in backwardation which is not a bullish sign i still think that we're going in the 50s before the end of the year and i i, I stand by that
0: very good and your thoughts then on the u.s dollar
1: well, I think the dollar is going to par. Uh, I think it came exactly back. It went to 97, as we said, right on these airways and came back to 95 and just started to rally a little bit this morning. It's now back just almost to 95 right now. It's up about 189 points. So I think it goes much higher, and I think that's part of all the Fed and all the mess that we're going to see come out of these markets.
0: Which which leads me to my question. I can understand this going to par. Sure, it sure has the, that feel, that um – this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba
1: Horwitz on a sad last visit to our friend, my, my good friend, John Jenkinson. And uh, make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And everybody have a great day. It's always great to be here. This is Wednesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Thursday. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you later.
0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk, have fun.